Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1354. Why I Self-Care by Randy Kay of naturallyrandykay.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Happy Monday and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, I wanna keep this intro nice and short, so let's jump right in and hear today's article as we optimize your life. Why I Self-Care by Randy K of naturallyrandyk.com. I thought I would share with you a very personal account of why self-care is so important in hopes that you can relate and add it to your why of your own self-care journey. So here we go. A lot of people already know this about me, but others are quite surprised to know that I have depression. It was pretty severe when I was in high school. In fact, it was a big part of my life for about seven years. I went on and off medication. I went to all sorts of therapies. I went back and forth in my own head about what was going on with me. And ultimately, I accepted a life of always feeling this underlying sadness. This is who I am, I thought. This is how it will always be. And so I carried on as a mostly functional human until I started having panic attacks. I usually just slept through my funks, but when anxiety hit, that was a whole different beast. By this time, I was around 21 years old, That anxiety rocked me so badly that I couldn't function, and it ruined some things that were very important to me at the time, but that's a story for another day. The bottom line was that I felt completely broken. Losing things I loved had finally humbled me enough to accept that something had to seriously change, and it had to be more than medication and therapy. I don't think medication is evil, and therapy can be really amazing, but those things didn't completely heal me on a deeper level. They played an important part in getting me to a neutral and healthier headspace to where I could then do the hard work of healing. Things really started to shift when I truly started to care for myself. I started exercising regularly. I used very beginner-level yoga and meditation to calm my mind, and still do, actually. I started to learn about food and cooking and how it influenced my emotions. I read books and articles that taught me about all of the different aspects of life that can influence your mental and emotional health. Those helped me realize that I wasn't a flawed and broken human. 
there were so many things influencing how I felt that I didn't even realize. I went to massage school, which ended up being incredibly healing. Learning how the body works is so empowering and motivating. It also taught me that if I truly wanted to heal others, I had to heal myself as well. That is something I still carry with me. Eventually, with years of hard work and guidance, I was able to get off of medication and those underlying feelings of sadness faded away. I will note that I went off of medication with the mindset that I would always be open to going back on it. It's a tool that I can use if I need to, not a defeating pill that damages my self-worth. These days, I hardly think about my depression, though it is something I am always keeping in check. I have done so much personal healing, and I have my self-care systems in place. But when my self-care lacks, those doom and gloom feelings start creeping back in like an old, unwanted friend. In more severe cases, like season changes, time of the month, tragedies, etc., those feelings can pound on my door despite my regular self-care practice. But in those times, I slow down, tune in, up my self-care game with the tools I've learned, and it works itself out. To me, self-care is more than just a bubble bath and a massage, though those things are wonderful. Instead, it's a way of survival, an absolute need if I'm going to be the person I want to be in the world. And all of that is why I care so much about self-care. It's why I'm revolving my whole career and life around it. What I deliver to you through my blogs are simple yet profound things that can change your life. They've changed mine. I believe that taking care of yourself is how we change the world we live in. The happier and healthier you are, the better you are at everything you do. The more you heal, the more you will help others heal. In addition to my own story, I have lost friends and loved ones to disease and suicide. Most of the clients that come to me are trying to heal a body pain caused by a lifetime of poor habits and lack of self-care. Self-care is a big deal, and it works. It is more effective over time than any quick fix pill or diet trend. Taking care of yourself on a daily basis is the ultimate therapy. Make time for it. Have fun with it. Do the hard work. It's so, so worth it. You just listened to the post titled, Why I Self-Care by Randy Kay of naturallyrandykay.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. On this show, we spent a lot of time discussing how to care for ourselves physically through nutrition and exercise, but we don't spend a lot of time discussing self-care for other conditions like depression. Depression is an important topic anytime, but particularly during times like this when we are experiencing a pandemic and need to socially isolate. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimate that about 5% of U.S. adults experience regular feelings of depression, and about 11% have regular feelings of worry, anxiety, or nervousness. So that means if we were to randomly ask 100 adults living in any U.S. state whether they experience feelings of depression regularly, about five of them would say yes. Now, while that number doesn't sound very high, if we think about it for a moment, we can probably assume that these numbers underestimate what's happening in reality. That's because these percentages only represent those cases that actually get reported. But there are many instances where a person doesn't report these feelings to their healthcare provider 
Or if their healthcare provider does ask, they're afraid that they're gonna be seen differently by admitting they have depression. So they may not admit it. Also, there are many who don't have health insurance but may quietly experience these symptoms. There are likely lots of cases that are missed. So I'm grateful that today's author, Randy, shared her story with us to bring more awareness to this condition. Now, Randy did share that she goes off her medication and then uses it when she feels she needs it. Now, of course, I'm sure she's done this, but just to be clear, we wanna make sure that if you are on a prescribed medication for anything, talk to your doctor first before going off of it. When it comes to antidepressant medications, going off of it on your own can be a bit dangerous. Now, luckily, if you experience regular feelings of depression, worry, anxiety, or nervousness, and would like help, there are many resources available, even free resources. Your local health department is a great starting point. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week, and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.